0: i pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man but in the power of god
1: blessed be the name of the lord jesus today's message i've titled insight to answers to prayers friend it seems to me that God cannot do anything apart from the prayers of his people. God is sovereign and powerful, and yet he demands that we pray. Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. And so as we gain revelation into answers to prayers, I pray that you be fired up and energized to make prayer a lifestyle so that we can achieve much for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So there are different types of prayers. Prayer of intercession, prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of consecration, prayer of faith, all kinds of prayers. But I'm focusing on general principles of answers to prayers. Hallelujah. And so there are three main areas that I want to focus on today. The first one is God answering prayers in combination with With human effort. God answering prayers in combination with human effort. So the first scripture is found in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2. You will remember the story of Nehemiah that he was in captivity serving King Atasavs and uh, he was distraught because of the situation in Jerusalem. He began to fast and pray. And as he was doing that, it came to the time that he had to present a drink to King Atazavs. So I read from verse one. And so he says, And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of the King Atazavs, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad, since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of the heart. So I became dreadfully afraid and said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lies west and its gates are burned with fire? Then the king said to me, what do you request? So I prayed to God of heaven. Hallelujah. So I prayed to the God of heaven And I said to the king, if it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, the queen also sitting beside him, how long will your journey be? And when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. Furthermore, I said to the king, if it pleases the king, let letters be given to me for the governors of the region beyond the river, that they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah, and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel, which pertains to the temple, for the city wall, and for the house that I will occupy, and the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Hallelujah! And so, friend, you see, this is a prayer of Nehemiah to God of heaven, and God uses a person, King Artaxerxes, to answer the prayer. And so, friend, that's what I want to bring to you, that some prayers that we make, some prayers we talk to God, God answers it using human beings, individuals as the channels for the prayers, as the channels for the answers. Another good example you'll find in Exodus chapter 3. The children of Israel... Have been in bondage in Egypt for such a long time, nearly four hundred and thirty years, and they began to cry unto God. They began to pray because a new king arose that did not know uh, Joseph. And as they cried unto God, hear the answer of the Lord. And the Lord said in. Exodus 3 verse 7, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And uh, you read verse 9, Now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And so, friend, you see, God answered the prayer, the cries of the children of Israel by sending to them a person, Moses. The Bible says, by a prophet Israel was delivered from Egypt. God sent them a person, an individual. How many times have you prayed and God sent you a helper, a destiny helper, somebody to help you and you did not recognize that that was the answer to your prayers. So that's one particular insight into answers to prayer. Another example of God answering prayer is when God does not need the help of humanity for the answers to that prayer. And you will find an example in Daniel chapter 9 from verse 20. So when the children of Israel once again was in captivity and Daniel, recognizing that the time was near, prayed and as he prayed in Daniel chapter 9, We're going to read quickly from verse 20. Daniel said, Now while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of the people of Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, that while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me at about the time of the evening offering. So you see here, God did not use any human means to answer the prayer. He sent an angel, a heavenly host, a heavenly divine personality to come for the answers of Daniel. That's another example how God answers prayers. There are some prayers you make today. God does not need a human help. To bring answers. He sent his angels. He sent an angelic ministry because the Bible says that are these ministers, are they not ministering spirits that are sent forth for those who shall be heads of salvation. You find this in Hebrew that God sent those angelic hosts. They come to answer the prayers of the saints. They come in response to the prayers of the saints to minister unto them. And these are the ones that also can bring healing to uh, disabled bodies. They can bring healing to, to minds that are struggle with mental problems. The angelic host comes uh, and as they reach the person the answer is manifested. The same thing you remember in the pool of Bethesda when the water was troubled. That was an angel coming and roveling the water so that any first person that will jump inside that water received healing. That's another way God answers Prayer. In this case, he does not need a human help to bring answers to that prayer. May God answer your prayer today. The prayers you've been prayed for 15 years eh, for your children, for your grandchildren to receive salvation, to walk with God. May God answer them today in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then the final example of how God answers prayer is when we pray for God to do something but actually God expects you and I to become the answer to that prayer and then a good example you find in the gospel of Luke chapter 10 when Jesus prayed and said the harvest surely is plenty is ripe. Pray ye the Lord of harvest to send laborers into his uh, 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 field, into his vineyard. And so friend, after Jesus said this prayer, I'll tell you what he did. He called his disciples. He he anointed them. He sent them out uh, two by two. He sent them out to go forth and preach the word of God and teach the word of God. And that's what he has done to us. He said, spread the word, go forth and preach and teach the word of God. And so friend, and that's what we have done. So this case, you are the answer to the prayer. You've been crying unto God and God says, no, you are the answer. Wake up, rise up from your slumber, stand up from your feet. Feet, uh, and begin to do what God has called you to do. It's no longer the time for you to wait upon Him. He says, no, I'm waiting upon you. You have prayed for five years for one single thing and God says, you are the answer. You have to toss out your books, write your curriculum vitae and go forth and uh, apply for that job. Knock on that doors, because God says you are the answer, the answer is in your hand, when Jesus prayed and said the harvest is ripe, he called his disciples he anointed them, he said go forth and preach the word, friend you are the answer to, to your prayers wake up today you might be saying, well what can I do I'm now old I'm 80 years old, how can I serve God, you can be like Hannah, Hannah prayed unto the Lord for years, you can can be like Simeon. You can stand in the gap for your nation. You can stand in the gap for Canada. You can stand in the gap for United States of America. You can pray until God bring the answers that is demanded. You can cry unto Him. Revival is near. It's not far off. It's near. It's around you even right now. You can trust God because you are the agent of this change. You are the, the revivalist instrument that God wants to use to see his kingdom overflow and advance in our cities in our nations in the name of the Lord Jesus and friend if you're not born again you can call upon him today you can call Jesus and say Lord Jesus I repent of my sins I confess my sins before you I renounce them I receive your sacrifice on the cross I receive the forgiveness and remission of my sins from this day. I'm a new creation. And if you said this prayer, God heard you. Your name is written in His book of life. And from this day, you're a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, all things have passed away. You're a new creation. Until next time, this is Evangelist Joe. God bless and bye for now. Amen.
0: You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red dear? If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at Spread the Word org or info at Spread the org or through our website at www.spread the org. Our phone number is 587 377 seven, seven, four, five. Thank you. Bye for now.